What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hey, What You Watching? It's a movie podcast starring me, the editor-at-large over at Talk Film Society, Matt Curio, and along with the editor-in-chief, Marcelo Pico. How are you, sir? Hello, Matt. How are you? I'm well. It's late. It's it's late where you are. It's midnight where you are, and it's still 11 p.m. where I am. You're lucky. We've uh, established where we are. You're in New Jersey. I'm in Austin, Texas. I know. And that's that. that that's it. Rumor uh, has it that uh, you might be here this summer for like a few days. I might. I want to travel more. That would be uh, crazy. And of course, we would record an episode together. Yes, uh, of of something. Something. something we do something yeah it'll be fun because Matt I mean let let's start off with this because we I think we made it official last week in the last episode it's episode ninety nine today ninety nine and this is the second to last episode the penultimate penu- I can't say that word <laughs> penultimate <laughs> sure um and yes you know the Empire I, Strikes Back <laughs> I that's not going to be the name of the episode oh the <laughs> the penultimate strikes back well, actually that might be good we'll write that down. <clears throat> The I like ultimate strikes back. Okay, so yes, I want to travel more. Uh, if my new job works out, which I'll, uh, I'll start in a week, if that works out, I think it'll allow me to have more time to travel, and I'll travel to yes, Jersey because I was born in New Jersey, and I should uh, go back there. I've only been there once before, well, twice when when you were born. You I were went there. there twice. Once when I was born. Uh, okay. So I went from the void to New Jersey, and. And then I waited about 18 years and then went back to visit. And that's it. So I've only been. You have family up here? Yeah, I still. My um, godparents are, I think, still up there. Okay, cool. My grandmother and my uncle, they live in Brooklyn, I think. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, nice. There's family up there. But yeah, okay, so we should record something. Brooklyn's not in New Jersey, of course. Well, up up in the area. (laughs) It's it's all. all Tri state area. you, You all live like five minutes away from. New York, sure. right? <laughs> uh-huh. I live about an hour away, but okay. It's all up there. Anyway. I live uh, an hour from New York and an hour from Philly. I'm like right in the middle there. Yeah, I've never been to Philly either. I should go to Philly. I was watching... Cheese steaks, my man. I was watching Anthony Bourdain's uh, No Reservations. I think that's what it was called. Okay. And I've only seen like bits and parts of it, and I decided to start with the New Jersey episode for whatever reason. this. <laughs> And I like it. Like, of course, the, we it, we're recording this like a, a week after uh, Anthony Bourdain passed away, and we all knew him. Uh, well, I'd say of a, a big part of film Twitter knew him as the guy who shit on Baby Driver, right? <laughs> that's that's how I knew him yeah. from. But no, but like you know, watching these video clips, watching these now me watching these episodes, like he, he was a, a, a great, fascinating guy who who did these travel logs and was very smart about. Like going to places and not being like, um, you know, not spreading his gentrification everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> he wanted to understand culture, and what better place? Not to- control it exactly. Yeah. What what better place to understand culture than New Jersey? <laughs> We're not that bad. No, no. He's he. I think he was he was born in New York and he would travel to New Jersey and he has very fond memories of New Jersey, and it made me kind of homesick. Home as in like my my home state. Homesick to go back and yeah. kind of you know set foot there again and enjoy what in New Jersey has to offer. So, uh, but yes, it's on Netflix. All those Anthony Bourdain episodes, and then I watched the Houston one, which was incredible. That one almost made me cry because it's yeah. he shot that um, 
like two years ago. Okay. And God damn, things have changed. Like, because <laughs> uh, he, he he talks with like families of immigrants in Houston, and it just made me homesick again. Because like my family is like near, they, my hometown is like near Houston, and mm. yeah, he went to Quintanilla <laughs> in Pearland. Um, and Pearland is like maybe thirty minutes away from where I live. So yeah, so if you, if you well, you know what a Quintanilla is, Matt, right? Sweet sixteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um. But it's a sweet sixteen with a uh, uh, a a Mexican heritage sort of vibe, a Latin flair, a Latin if flair. You will. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, anyway. But yes, um, you can thank Anthony Bourdain for me wanting to travel more. Uh, Bless him. Okay, so we'll we'll record something when I go up there. Uh, wild. It may or may not be a hay cast because we're ending the show after <gasps> episode. We're ending it at one hundred. So. Ending this version of the show, okay? That's this iteration. A, that 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 that's a tease. We won't say anything else about that. But Matt, how do you feel about this being the second to last episode of this uh, podcast? Nervous, <laughs> but also excited. I yeah. guess I don't know. Like it's it's what I have planned next is going to be very interesting. Yes, and I not entire. It's not going to be entirely different than from what you know this show is now. Uh, but there's going to be a gap there. Someone is not going to be with me. <laughs> not going to spoil who that someone is. Yeah, we're gonna he, find won't, out. He, he won't be here all the time to the, rein me in. The standard way that we've been doing this for... We've been doing this for maybe two, three years, right? Yeah, how long have I known you? Oh, my God. Well, I can look it up as we talk. My but, dad asked me today. He's like, how long have you known him? I was like, I don't know, four or five years, something like that. Hey, the, being the second to last episode, the, it, it's a good uh, it's a good time to reminisce. So do you remember the, the first time we podcasted? Jesus. Were we talking about Michael Mann? <laughs> I think it was Michael Mann. I think so. I think so, yeah. Okay. I'm looking it up now. Um, okay. So 100 episodes. I... I joked like last year. Uh, okay, brief history of the show. So I first started podcasting with the Talk from Society podcast. Yes. Uh, then we spun off to Hey, what you watching? Uh, I think it was Matt. Yeah, it was Matt's idea, right? Like, oh, let's record a bonus episode of Talk. From I kind of, I kind of, I guessed it on your show like once or twice, uh-huh. and then I just kept barging on, <laughs> like, hey, have me on again, have me on again. Then I was like, hey, let's do a new show together. Yeah. So like, okay, fine, let's do this new show. <laughs> and then it became, for a while there, it became a weekly show. And then just because of my life, because I'm, I'm still the editor of this show, it became kind of hard for me to just edit and juggle all my real life stuff. Mm-hmm. Especially last year. Well, the last two years of my life have been crazy. My, my a little life, bit. My life is like finally becoming more stable. Yes, a and sense yeah. of normalcy is coming back. Yes, finally. 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 But, uh, but yeah, so... Hey, these episodes, these last however many episodes we've done in this new run, uh, heading towards the end, they've been weekly, so that's great. Yeah, but no, but but yeah, it got to a point where it was just too much going on, and yeah, we took that long break last year from like what December to whenever we came back, like yeah, five, no, yeah, yeah. four, four, five months. Yep. And now, yeah, this is it. This is the end. About to be the end. Uh, what a strange Damn. trip has been. What have been some of your favorite memories of Hey What You Watching, Matt? Oh, wow. Um, definitely not Jeremy. Um, <laughs> Jeremy. I'll tell you, tell you that much. Jeremy, a character I made up just to annoy Matt um, on the show. Just booking guests was a lot of fun. 
Yeah. I mean, we got to meet a lot of cool people. Uh, not meet them, but, you know, talk to them. And, um, you know, the friendships we've, uh, I don't know about you, but that I've gained from this show is pretty cool. Um, I really like the fact that I'll have people come up to me in real life and say, hey, I like the show. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's opened my eyes to a lot of movies I normally wouldn't see. It's It's been wild. I've really, really had a great time doing this. And hey, it's uh, it's not going to end here. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I like doing the show. Uh, for that time that we're doing it weekly and the episodes are coming out And plus out I got weekly. to, you know, hang out with you all the time. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. I missed like maybe two episodes out of the whole run. Yes. But I was here. I was here for the whole, for pretty much the entire, for like 98 episodes out of 100. Jesus. I was here. 100 Wild. episodes. See, and, and one reason why I wanted to come back and do this final run is because I just wanted to hit 100 and just say, hey, we did it. We crossed. We did it. Look at look what we did. We did a thing. We crossed 100. These are, well, <laughs> maybe some people know this already, but not all 100 episodes are out there to listen to. Yes, there are gaps. If anybody has noticed that, um, there are gaps in the Haycast library. It's because some of them were bad files, never were released, and some of them are not released yet. So, hey, you know, we uh-huh. could release some of these episodes that we haven't released uh, down the line. So It's going to be fun. Yeah, but yes. But really, we've sat down and recorded 99. This is the 99th one. So we've sat down and done this 99 times. Well, It's pretty wild. You've done it. You've been on all of them, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah. I don't so, think I've ever, ever no, taken off. You've never this. taken off. You've taken off. The only time I remember you taking off for a podcast was maybe a Spielberg episode. I think that's it. Empire of the Sun. Yeah, that one. But that's it. Oh. Um, but yeah, still okay. haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs> so the first Haycast episode came out. Haycast episode one. Jesus. This was August twenty third, two thousand fifteen. Wow, three yeah. years ago. Three. Wow, three years ago. Wow. So what do you think we talked about on the first episode? And th- so I think this is the first official episode. We may have done like a bonus episode, but this is like yeah. the official. Number one. Uh, wow, I would have no idea. In August, Maybe The Martian? Uh, no. No. We talked about The Martian trailer on a TFS dispatch. I know that. <laughs> we we used to call them dispatches. That's right. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. And uh, and folks, all these episodes are on iTunes. Well, actually, the, the last 250 episodes of the network, every, everything we've done, including HeyCast, the Talk From Society podcast, all the other podcasts I've done. I don't have my notebook near me, so I don't know what we talked about on the first episode. Oh, yeah, you, were, and, yeah, you, you wrote down in notebooks just everything we've talked about on the yeah. show. So here's what we talked about on HeyCast. I didn't Cast. think we'd be going down memory lane. I would have had it right next to me. I kind of just I, I just brought it up spontaneously. Uh, I want to do this now instead of the next episode, which we'll, 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 we'll make fun in another way. Yes. Okay, so here's what we talked about on episode one. Uh, Straight out of Compton. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the Gift. Oh, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, The Fabulous Stains. Hey, I saw that recently. <laughs> yeah, this is back when I first saw it. Yeah, it's pretty ago. good. Yeah. The People Under the Stairs. Oh, yeah, okay. I remember we getting that Scream Factory, yep. And The Look of Silence. I don't know what that is. 
That is... I believe the Act of Killing sequel? Yes. Yeah, there you go. Okay, yeah, no thanks. I'm good. <laughs> it's good. To reuse a, a, a quote from a few episodes ago, I heard it's going to make me feel bad, so I won't be watching that. <laughs> hey, but when, whenever you want a downer, there you go. No, I'm good. Yeah, we did record a dispatch for the, tr- the trailer for The Martian. Yes, we did. Uh, I'm just scrolling down here. I can't find the one... Again, I'm not prepared. This is just spontaneous. So we recorded an episode on the early films of Ridley Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was episode 28 of Talk From Society podcast. And that was wow. in... Let's see. July, June 1st, 2015. Wow. That was June 1st of that year. Where did you pop up? Let me see. Where did I pop up? Where? How did I weasel my that, way in? What may, happened here? Okay, you, we you showed up in episode twenty three. Okay. Um. You you discussed Eraserhead on episode. That was the first thing I think was that I the ever first talked thing? to you about. Yeah, I think it was Eraserhead. Yeah. Oh no no no. Okay, you were not. Oh, you were also on episode twenty one. Okay. You, I think that's. I think this is it. You talked about Michael Mann and Black Hat. Of course. Of course I did. Of course I talked about Black Hat. <laughs> I think I'm going to scroll back a few more. I think that's it. Wow. Yeah, I think that's your first appearance. And oh, that, Black Hat. And that date, I'll scroll back in a bit, but yeah. I'm just looking through these old files. I mean, not files, episodes. What a strange trip it's been. Okay. It has been. Any other memories, Matt? Uh, not that jumping to mind. I mean, the whole experience, you know? I mean, just a good time. I mean, I have a hard time remembering, like, little things that happened here and there. March 18th, 2015 is when I think we, we first started podcasting. Okay, cool. Let's say that's the date. Wow. It's been a little over three years then. A little over three years. But yeah, okay, so it's, it's, it's been fun doing this. I'm glad we're back to finish this off. And I'm looking forward to the next phase in this show um i guess people have already pieced it together that you've got your you've got a plan for this thing um i have a plan you have a plan but yes hey cast pull hey, a coppola <laughs> we're here next episode 100 it's gonna be fun so is it <laughs> man have i got a surprise for you Oh it, God! It uh, you have no idea what's gonna happen. You're gonna knock on my door, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you oh, just just wait till next to, to the next episode. You'll see. Uh, you knock on my door. Put on your recording pants, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, other than that, other than us recording the anti the anti, I was gonna say anti penultimate. That's the third to last that, episode. That, wouldn't that be the second episode? No, the second to last, right? Because it's anti. I think it would be opposites. I think it goes anti-penultimate, penultimate, then ultimate. Just say third to last and second to last. That's, that's Those are things I can pronounce. <laughs> that's nice. I like these words. I like these penultimates and anti-penultimates. Oh, Jesus. All right, Mr. SAT. What other... What what else has happened in, to you since last recorded? I think we haven't recorded like maybe in two weeks. Two weeks? Um, nothing much. Me neither. Let's go I on I mean, just, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's It's hot. It is I guess. super hot. Yeah. It's like have 90 you, degrees today. Have you eaten any garbage food? No. 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 Okay, good. My parents got a puppy. Oh, that's cute. So that's cool. His name's Winston. Winston. Uh, my mother named him Winston after Ian McShane's character in John Wick. <laughs> which, uh, when she told me that, I 
just started laughing, and I was like, well, that's kind of perfect. That's awesome. And yeah, he's super cute. If you see my fit Twitter feed, you'll see a bunch of pictures of him. That is adorable. Yes, little Ian McShane running around. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I don't have a new pet. Uh, uh, it is hot. Uh, I'm going on a vacation for a week. That'd be good. And yeah, that's it for me. Um, dating life is terrible. Let's move on. But at least you're doing something. I don't know, man. I don't but at you. least you're dating. That's uh, that's the that's the key thing. See, I you're dipping your toe in the water. You're you, seeing if it's okay. You say that, but you know, I do I, I do the dating I've done, and I say to myself, "What am I doing? What am I doing?" <laughs> the 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 water that I've dipped my toe in is actually toxic waste. Uh, <laughs> ow, my, my ow, my toe fell off. Oh no! Yeah. You need those. Yeah, but okay. But enough about me. Enough about that. It's Jesus. Fine. I'll be fine. It's whatever. Uh, I have my cats. You know, it, it, that's perfectly safe. Please don't say that. That's so sad. <laughs> that's so sad. Well, at least I have my cats. At least I have my cats. Let's go. Jesus. Let's go to the movies. All okay, right. sure. Have you seen anything good recently? Have I seen anything good? I've seen movies. What have you watched? Here's what I've watched. Um, hey. I should have had this up. Here it is. Let's talk about... Let's see. I want to talk about... Let's talk First Reformed. Have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, cool. okay. Because I, I have a story. I was scanning through my letterbox trying to pick which movie to talk first. Let's talk about First Reformed. Can we? I'll, Only discuss the first hour, though, please. I will discuss the first hour. Um, this is one of my favorite movies of the year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is directed by Paul Schrader uh, of um, that one shitty Lindsay Lohan movie. The Canyons. Fame, the Canyons, and also the writer of Taxi Driver. <laughs> and Hardcore. And Hardcore, yeah. One movie you have recently seen. Yeah, Hardcore is great. But yes, First Reformed, is it, it's hypnotic, has a fantastic performance by Ethan Hawke. Um, it's beautifully shot... Mind trip. Oh, I'll tell you. Um, when it started, and I realized, oh, this is an Academy ratio. Yeah. Uh, that's catnip for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> With the movie, especially like on the big screen, I'm like, oh, ooh, this is nice. <laughs> and it, I mean, it's it's clearly like Paul Schrader. I'm sure he's consciously doing this. He's making like a taxi driver for the modern age. Mm -hmm. The way it's set up with the voiceovers and the way Ethan Hawke's character. If you don't know the story, he's a a priest. Oh, sorry, pastor of a small church. It says here. They're reading it off the description uh, in upstate New York, uh, where he spirals out of control after a soul-shaking encounter. Yes. So yes, he has a crisis of faith um, after he speaks with. A married couple, and yeah, um, it, yeah, it, it, it's super unnerving. Super, again, it one of my favorites of the year. I can't get it out of my head. So that was me watching Reformed uh, last week. Matt, you saw this movie or tried to see it. What happened? Yeah. Um, so Thursday, I went to the movies. It was the last day my theater was going to have uh, First Reformed, and I've been looking forward to this for a long time, and I put it off to the last minute. Which is a big mistake on my part, because um, about an hour and 15 minutes in, the audio cut out. Jesus. And at first I thought, 
This is an interesting creative choice by Paul Schrader. I guess he saw Last Jedi and decided to incorporate <laughs> this into his picture. And uh turns out that was an incorrect assumption because there was a glitch with the projector and they had to cancel the screening. And they had to cancel the second screening that was going to be later that day. So it's not even like I could go back and finish it. Um, I mean, I got a I got a free pass, so I can you know use that to go see Gotti or something. <laughs> so I guess that's a trade off. Uh, but yeah, what I saw was really great. Um, I can already tell that this is probably going to get a slew of nominations. Hopefully, uh, probably for uh, I would say Ethan Hawke. Um, oh yes, uh, the Academy usually likes to appreciate new talent. I'm not saying exactly new, but I'm sure Cedric Kyles will get uh, some attention come the end of the year. That's Cedric the Entertainer, folks. Uh, <laughs> he's doing serious roles now. And uh, from what I saw, yeah, he's great in it. Yeah. Like I said, from what I saw, <laughs> um, it, I would really uh, like to see the rest of this movie, but it seems like I'll have to wait a few months for it to hit VOD. How, how long did this no sound thing go on until somebody stopped it uh i waited about 30 seconds then i went out to the lobby (laughs) (laughs) and was like hey guys sound cut out and they're like oh shit and they like ran up to the booth and then the the movie just stopped and then it restarted for like a few seconds Uh and then it just stopped again and then it restarted and then it stopped again what a shitty situation yeah i was upset horrible yep well, I, I, I. Well, I'm sure you're gonna see it. God, yes. This yeah, movie was great from what I it. saw. Yeah. So, it's a shitty way to watch a movie like this. Um, yeah. Yeah, it and, is. And hey, it it goes to show that digital projectors, as great as they seem to be, you know, it's not. It's not even that. It would be great if they just had people in the projection. Yeah. Booth. No. What I'm saying is, like, I don't. Yeah. I don't care if you're up there like playing Candy Crush on your phone. Have someone up there. Yeah, but no. At all times. These are the times we live in. It's all automated at this point. Just don't have some. Just don't have like people like hanging out in the lobby while a movie's playing. Just hang out up there. Yeah. So you can catch these issues. One of my worst experiences is watching Nebraska, in because mm. uh, that's in two point three nine. You know, that's a widescreen movie. Yes, but it's a good movie. It was letterboxed, in so it's like. There were black bars around it in a tiny screen on screen. Interesting. You know, imagine it like half the size, shut down with these black bars around it. And I'm like, uh, you you have it in the wrong ratio. What are you doing, guys? Blown up. <laughs> I go out to complain, and they're like, oh, we'll, we'll work on it. Nothing happened. <laughs> of course. So I had to see Nebraska in a in the tiniest way possible on like the big postage screen. stamp size. Yeah, seemed like it. But anyway, Jesus. it was a good movie. But no, yeah, um, people. <clears> my favorite movie of 2013. It's good. It's uh, quite good. First Reformed, though, is amazing. And how oh, many I've stars? Heard. How many stars would you give it from you just having seen half of it? Two and a half, because I saw <laughs> half the movie. Fair enough. I saw half a movie, so it gets two and a half. What movie did you see all the way through with no interruption? Recently, you, uh, wow. Okay. Oh, oh, yes. I watched. Uh, this is a this is a great one. The Three Burials of Melchiades Estrada oh. from 2005, directed by Tommy Lee Jones. 
this is first time directing a feature. Uh, and oh boy, uh, this quickly became one of my favorite films of all time. I wow. love every minute of this thing. And I was talking to Rocky about it. And he said, aren't you glad you recently saw Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia? <laughs> uh, because this makes a great companion piece to that. Uh, very similar territory. Uh, very similar, like, macabre humor. Um, Tommy Lee Jones is a weird director. Um, he focuses on very interesting things uh, during shots at times where most other filmmakers would try to avoid looking at such things. But he really... He has uh, he has an eye for detail, and I love the way he tells a story. This movie's great. Um, I'm so glad I finally saw it. It's a movie that's been on my list for a while, and yeah, this movie is freaking great. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones is so awesome what, in it. What is it Sorry? about? Okay, um, Tommy Lee Jones plays a ranch hand down in uh, down in Texas by the border, and. Uh, one day he meets uh, Melchiatis Estrada, and you know he's uh, he came over the border, and he hires him as a ranch hand, and they basically become best friends. Uh, it's bas- this is basically Tommy Lee Jones's like only friend in the world, uh, in his own little uh, little corner of Texas. Uh, they hang out all the time. You know they go drinking, uh, they hang out with girls together. Like they just they have a good time. They have a really like strong friendship. And then one day, uh, Estrada is killed. He is shot. And the Border Patrol is covering it up. The local police is covering it up. And it seems it only comes down to Tommy Lee Jones, who wants to find out what the hell happened to his best friend. So he... it Basically, he has to... His friend was like, if I ever die, I want you to bury me in my hometown. So he... It's why it's called the three burials. He has to dig him up one time, and then he also got moved a second time. So then, yeah, his third burial would be in his uh, hometown of Jimenez in Mexico. So, yeah, he basically finds the guy who killed him, and he takes him on an odyssey through the desert. And it's really something else. Yeah, I've only heard of this movie. I've never seen it. And it's, I... it's, it's great. Um, he's great in it. Uh, Melissa Leo is awesome. Um, there's a really great performance by a uh, pre-Mad Men January Jones. Mm. Uh, Barry Pepper's in it. Uh, it was nice seeing him again. Uh, Dwight Yoakam is in it. He's really good. Uh, the cast is just terrific. Uh, I adore this movie. It's got some great scenery. Uh, yeah, really beautiful stuff on, on display here. And also really macabre stuff. Uh, I couldn't recommend this movie enough. It's Maybe it's a masterpiece. <laughs> uh, is it? Is it strictly a western? Oh, it's definitely a modern western. Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, then I will seek this out. Yeah, it's, it. it's quite good. I, I think I think you'll dig it. And uh, listeners, if you ever want to see inside the mind of Tommy Lee Jones, check this out. <laughs> uh, he's a pretty good filmmaker, and I need to check out The Homesman because he directed that, and I heard it's pretty good. Awesome. There you go. Check have out you seen movie. that one? No, I have not. Okay. All right. That's the one with him and... Uh, ah, what's her name? Hillary uh, Swank. Yeah. There you go. Hillary Swank. That Tony Jones, he's going to go places. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. He's, he's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. good movie. Speaking of good movies, I saw... Let's talk about Hotel Artemis. Ooh, this looks good. I want to see it. Uh, let me talk about Hotel Artemis 
and Incredibles 2 at the same time. Oh, boy. Okay. So there's one movie that uh, has been getting mixed reviews, and I went in kind of hesitant. Uh, it came out kind of just loving it. Okay. Oh. Then there's another movie that has gotten wide praise. Everybody seems to love it. I except for in, the epileptics. Except for the epileptics. <laughs> I go in <laughs> and I come out just saying, meh. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so the one I loved was Hotel Armas, and the other one that I'm blasé on is Incredibles 2. Oh, okay. boy. Mr. I Mom. Re- I, w- I would recommend a Hotel Artemis over Incredibles 2 any day. That's oh, me man. saying this. Highly controversial, I know. Uh, and Slinging them hot takes all over. <laughs> so International house of hot takes. Hotel Artemis, uh, directed by Drew Pierce. You know, the guy who wrote, did he co-write Iron Man 3 or wrote Iron Man 3? Sure. Uh, Rogue Nation? Yes, he did Rogue Nation. And yeah, so he, they think this might be his directorial debut, maybe. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But no, I think it works. It's like 97 minutes long. Okay. Uh, the plot, I like it. plot is simple. It's a pretty basic plot if you think about it. Jodie Foster plays uh, the nurse. She's why I want to see this movie. She actually gives a pretty good performance in a B movie. Yeah, like here this. she's like terrific in this. And yes, yeah. this is his first uh, feature. There you go. Thank you. The only thing he's directed before this is that uh, Marvel one-shot, uh, All Hail uh, the King. Okay. The one with uh, the Mandarin behind bars. Gotcha. But yeah, so Jodie Foster gives a pretty damn good performance in this. I was surprised. Like this, okay, this this, this movie itself, it's a it's like a standard B-movie plot, okay? It's, I'm all about it. It's trashy, and it knows good. it's trashy. It's it's like a grindhouse movie. It I, I yes, kind of want please. I kind of want to play this with like a grindhouse triple feature with like grindhouse the movie death proof, all that, and then play this after. It's in it's in that realm of filmmaking for me. Okay, it so knows right up my alley. Yeah, it knows it's 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 playing like in a genre filled yeah garbage heap, <laughs> but it's good. All these people are great in it. It has a fantastic cast. Sophia, yeah, this cast is awesome. Sophia Botella, Jeff Goldblum, the mummy. Yeah, the mummy, but Botella, uh, Jenny, Jenny Slate, Zachary Quinto shows up, Charlie Day, Spock, uh, Batista, Sterling, love Kate Batista. Brown. By the way, Sterling, the Kate, way. oh Batista's so good in this. He he's is, good in everything. I don't know if you know this or not. He's always I, good. I'll, I'll, I'll warn you that Jeff Goldblum is like just a glorified cameo. That's uh, fine. It, yeah, it, it's fine though. He it, for the few minutes he's a he's he's good, but no, okay, so. The plot is, it's in the not-too-distant future. There are riots going on outside of this hotel, which is just a hotel for criminals who want to come in and get themselves uh, fixed up after cool. after whatever injury that may occur. And Jodie Foster runs this place. She's the resident doctor. And then shit happens, and people die Sweet. <laughs> in this hotel. But yeah, but there's like okay, I, I don't maybe it's because I came in with kind of low expectations. Or maybe this just hit a lot of the right spots for me. There's enough action. These characters are so out there and so just you could say one note, but again, the cast, the the actors who are playing them are are they bring ma- it making the best of it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and there's like a there's like this action piece at the end of the movie that I'm like this is 
beautifully shot. Uh, the color scheme is incredible. Uh, and it just runs for like way too long than you that you'd expect. Uh, this whole sequence. But yeah, that's all I'll say about that. It's really I want to see it. I, My theater still has it, so I will probably see it this week. I'll go I'm, there in the morning. I'm a fan. I don't Nice. Maybe I'm just uh, Maybe I'm overhyped. Maybe I was just in the right mood or whatever. But no, I really, really dig this song. Yeah, I want to see this. Incredibles two, not so much. <laughs> womp womp. Everybody loves this movie, Matt. Everybody on Talk from Society, pretty much every writer, uh, Sarah, the editor, she she loved it. Uh, Manish, everybody else loves it. I don't. I'll I'll see it eventually. Um, I think we've talked about this. Where I think the original Incredibles is just okay. I used to love it. I talked about this in the last episode. I talked about how I used to love it, and now I'll be watching it because of Tomorrowland, because I know Brad Bird is in his heart. Yeah, that, that stuff doesn't bother me. Um, it, it, it's it, just, it's just, I don't, it's it's just a fine movie. It's fine. Like, whatever. It's, I, it's just, it's whatever. It's it's got, a, it's got some good characters. The action is good in the original, um, from what I remember. I don't know. I saw it one time, ten years ago, like, and I just never revisited it. Only thing I would recommend is you watching the original again. You might love it. Not love it. You might like it a lot more this time, the original. Maybe. Just try it. Just try it. Okay? I don't know. There's a few Pixar movies where, like, I see them once and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need to revisit this ever again. And then there's other Pixars where I see it and I'm like, I need to watch this again immediately. Yeah, well, like, I, right away. I've, I've had that, too. With I, I think I've only seen Monsters, Inc. once. Like, that's a movie okay. that I watch a lot. Yeah, um, well... Uh, what is your favorite Pixar? We, I don't think we've ever discussed this. Mine might be... I don't know. It used to be The Incredibles. But now it might just be Toy Story. Okay. I think... I have to think about that. It's well, as, what about you? As, as for me, in honor of uh, Father's Day, uh, it's Finding Nemo. Always has been. Always will be. Um, I like it. I'm not I could watch fan. that movie anytime. Anytime, anytime. I've... Uh, you know, kids used to wear out VHS. Uh, there was a period of time where I would—I was afraid I was going to wear out that Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> I love that movie. It's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's wonderful. It's just—it's just great. Uh, let's see. I really like Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Another one that I don't want to revisit. <laughs> uh, that I think is just okay. What about Wally? That is one of my favorite sci-fi films ever made. I think it's, I think it's just okay. Oof, oof! I like Up a lot. Up is really good. Eh, it's it's cute. <laughs> Last time you saw Up, it's got a great ten minutes, first ten minutes, and then it has a really cool talking dog. I don't know. It's it's oh, fine. Boy. We cannot agree on Pixar movies. I think. No, I don't think we will. <sighs> but no, um, Cars Incredible Three is the best one. <laughs> I've never seen a Cars movie. Yeah. Cars One is just fine. Um, but I think we can agree that Cars movies are not good. I haven't seen them. I haven't seen any. Oh. I haven't seen any Cars movies. I haven't seen Brave. I haven't seen... Yeah, I haven't seen that one. That's where good, she turns into a bear. Good Dinosaur. That's one, right? Is that Pixar? I thought that is was just it? Disney. I'm going to look that up. Oh, you know what? Coco is really good. Oh. No, is that is that Pixar or is that just Disney? I'm going to look this up. Uh, what about the Toy Stories? I mean, you like the Toy Stories, right? They're really good. Yes. Yeah. Toy Story I enjoy them. Two. I have vivid memories of seeing the first one opening weekend the first Toy and, story yeah and being blown away that oh look what they can do now <laughs> this is cool yeah, this looks I, way better than uh, Transformers Beast Wars <laughs> <laughs> ok 
Okay, so here we go. List of Toy Story. List of Pixar movies, not Toy Story movies. Toy Story. Uh, let, let's just do a quick round, okay? Just I'll give tell me, you if I like them or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toy Story. Love it. A Bug's Life. Love it. <laughs> Calm down. It's that one's. I don't think that one's any. That's, not that good. Fucking classic. Toy Story Two. It's really good. Yeah. Monsters Inc. Love it. Finding Nemo. We talked about this. <laughs> the Incredibles. It's fine. <laughs> Cars. You haven't seen. Nope. Ratatouille. It's okay. Wally. Love it. Up. It's okay. Toy Story Three. It's amazing. Cars Two. I haven't seen it. Brave. I haven't seen it. Monsters University. It's fun. Inside Out. That's my favorite. That's a good one. Inside yes. Out's my favorite. That's a that very movie. good film. I think that was my number one movie of the year. Wow. That, that wasn't documentary. That's and a good one. Previously mentioned Look of Silence, I think, was my number one. And then this is my number two. So, That's yeah. Good movie. Inside Out, my favorite Pixar. Okay. Cool. Moving good on. choice. Good Dinosaur. I haven't seen it. Finding Dory. It's really fun. It's, it's good, yeah. Cars yeah, 3. I like that one. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Coco. Love it. Love, a lot of tears I, yeah, during that one. Very, very sad. I cry a lot. I've Indeed. seen it twice. I cry. But yeah, but I'm glad I went through this because I, I break I break my rule of the you know movies that make me feel bad <laughs> when I watch Coco. <laughs> so yes, I'm glad we went through that because yes, uh, Inside Out for me is Inside the best. Out. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And, okay, yeah. all right, we agreed on something. All right, moving hey. on. Who's next? I've already lost track. Oh, go ahead. All right, real quick. I watched uh, Halloween the other day uh, because the new trailer came out. Oh yeah. Uh, and a coworker of mine was like, "I've never seen Halloween," and uh, I was I was in shock. Then again, I'm not really in shock because this guy hasn't seen many movies. Uh, he's like, "Hey, do you want to watch Halloween tonight?" So I was like, "Yes, let's go get some drinks and then let's go watch Halloween." And uh, we watch it, and it ends. <laughs> and he go and he goes, "Damn, that was perfect." <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, it was. And then he, the second thing he said is, "When are we watching part two? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he uh, he dug Halloween. It's a good movie. Uh, I need to revisit. I do. It's good. It's it's one of those classics that I get more out of every time I see it. All right. I also saw. I watched all the Ocean's movies. How do those rank for you, including Ocean's Eight, which we'll talk about together? Because I also saw Ocean's Eight. So okay. I actually uh, made a nifty little ranking of these. <laughs> what is your uh, ranking? You want me to go best? Uh, well, they're all great. Go low to high. 12, 8, 13, 11. 12, 8, 13, 11. Okay. They're all great. They're all, yeah, okay. I That's love all of them. Yeah. Yeah, I love all of them. They're all pretty much great. Uh, they're, they're all really fun. Um, they're really great hangout movies. Loved Ocean's 8. A lot. I thought that movie was uh, a lot of fun. I love the cast. I love the chemistry. Um, uh, I don't know if this is really a spoiler, but when they hit you with that double double heist at the end, this, the the twist. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. I uh, uh, I wrote this in my little letterbox review, but uh, I gay gasped quite a bit during this movie. Um, the outfits are beautiful. Uh, Anne Hathaway's awesome. I think it's really funny that people, whenever she's in a new movie, everyone's like, oh yeah, she's great. And then a week later, everyone hates her again. It's, 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 it's pretty baffling. They're, they're, uh, they're fools. They yeah, they're, they're just idiots. 
Uh, she is a treasure. She's great. Uh, I think my favorite member of the cast was probably Mindy Kaling. Mm, yeah. I think she is an absolute delight. I love her in this movie. Uh, I love Helena Bonham Carter in this movie. Uh, Kate Blanchett uh, plays a great Brad Pitt. I liked it. <laughs> um, can I talk spoilers? Uh, it depends. What like what? Are hey, you listener. Spoil? Hey, listener. Fast forward like thirty seconds. All right, I'm timing you. Thirty seconds starting now. When Elliot Gould showed up, I screamed. Um, I, 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 Carlo and I both screamed, and then in the middle of the theater, I yelled out, Ruben! <laughs> oh, I was so happy. Um, there was a, there was going to be another cameo, but I think they cut that out, and I'm glad they cut that out. Um, I think it was Carl Reiner? No. It was oh, Ma- okay, because I, I thought that they cut him out. Matt Damon, they cut him out. Oh, okay, alright. Maybe they had Carl Reiner in there, too, who knows, but uh, I for sure know they cut out Matt, they cut out, oh. uh, Matt Damon. He'll show up in Ocean's Nine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I dug it. I had a had a fun time watching this movie. Yeah, it's good. I like it. My only complaint is like they. I'm not a huge fan of Gary Ross. Maybe they should have another. He's fine, but I did miss the uh, Zippy Soderberghness. Yeah, so it's for sure missing his. Uh, I, I missed. I missed. Uh, I mean, sure, there was split screen in this, but there wasn't enough for me. It was for a an pale, movie. pale imitation to Soderbergh's yeah, style. But hey, you know. It's You're still not, a fun heist movie, and yeah, it's still that fun. shit is really good. I love heist movies. It's one of my favorite genres. Gara should step aside and let somebody else direct it. My my so, pick is Elizabeth uh, Smart, right? What's her name? Who? Banks. What, the, what, what am I saying? I was going to I was gonna say Elizabeth Banks. That would be Elizabeth awesome. Banks. And then also have her join the team. <laughs> yeah, she, so she could be the ninth. My pick is Elizabeth Banks to direct the next one. She should also star and also be part of the team. Like you That'd said, cool. and yeah. that's my pick. I'm fine with this. Uh, okay. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's fun. It's a fun movie. Uh, Hereditary? That's we saw movie. this? You saw oh, this? You saw it too, right? Yeah, I saw it last night. Oh, what did you think of... Oh, yeah, that's right. You said you said you were going to see this. What yes. Did you, what did you think of Hereditary? Uh, I kind of loved it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a movie that it, it kind of like... It kind of gets you. It, it it gets its hooks into you. And, hey, if you're not on its wavelength of crazy, then you're going to have a bad time watching this, and you're not going to like it. You're just not going to have a good time. But if you are prepped for whatever this movie's going to throw at you, hey, bring it on. This is a, this is a good time. It's a uh, great debut uh, by this guy. Uh, it's his first feature. Uh, Ari Aster, I guess his name is? Yep. Uh, he's pretty impressive. Uh, he does really cool uh, techniques in regards to like time changing yeah. and stuff um, I, I always love the the, 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 I, the the thing where people to go from night to day it's almost like they flicked a switch yeah. like the light switch I, I think that's pretty cool uh, he's got he's got some chops I think he's going to be around for a while really liked uh, the young actress uh, Millie Shapiro fantastic yeah. Uh, she's really, really good. Uh, if you want a chuckle, go to her IMDb page because it's very clear that her parents wrote her bio. Because uh, it's it, it goes through all her her achievements. You know, this is her first movie. Uh, she started out years a couple years ago on Broadway playing Matilda. 
Oh, nice. Uh, she was the lead in that. And it says uh, uh, Millie in her downtime enjoys uh, watching anime, playing with her puppies. And I'm like, oh, mom wrote this, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. But no, she's really good uh, in this. And uh, yes, the rumors are correct. Tony Collette's amazing here. Tony Collette, for the, for the one scene alone that I think you know the scene. All scenes. <laughs> the the dinner scene. That's that's her Oscar oh, reel. Oh fuck! Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But yes, I I came in. I knew bad things were going to happen when uh, I realized. Oh wait, she's married to Satan. <laughs> that's an end of that's an end of days reference. <laughs> that only one person will understand. Yes, only one person has ever seen End of Days. So <laughs> I came in like with like the hype, super high. Um, I had low grade hype, and I heard Tony Collette Oscar nomination. Tony Collette Oscar nomination. I'm like, well, well, we'll see. And then I saw, we'll I'm see. Like, I'm sorry. And if anything, that is 100 percent accurate. Okay. Oh yeah. You know, and yeah, she's I mean, damn good here. <laughs> what else can I say? I mean, it, it, I don't want to talk about whether it's a horror movie or not because that's a stupid conversation. Because guess what? It is. <laughs> If you don't think it's a horror movie by the Don't end, give me this elevated thriller bullshit. No. All right? Stop it. It it clearly is riffing off classics. Lots of things. Yeah. And if you're not terrified by the end, you're just an asshole. Yeah. You know? I, was, I was supremely just, creeped out throughout this and very unsettled throughout. Let me just rephrase. I mean, it's okay if you're not scared. Okay. You may have, you know... The stomach for it, or not stomach, but you know the the versatility. That's not even a, the right word. Fortitude. Fortitude. That's what I'm searching for. Go. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm all of a sudden that's very fine. tired. Uh, I got one more thing after this, so let's go. But if what do you, if what you, you got? But you know, if you're like, okay, fine, it's not scary. You have to acknowledge that they really put the work into it. That yeah, they did. They they really put in, like you said, like it creeps you out. It's successful yeah. in that. Their it images. Is not, it is not a happy movie. Images in here that. Have stayed with me since I've seen it last week. It one of, oof. one of my favorite recent family films. <laughs> yes, Hereditary both agree. Scary and great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. And uh, thank goodness though that that woman with her two grandkids uh, asked us what movie that was. <laughs> uh, we got into the theater and there was this lady with two kids sitting in our seats, and she goes, "What movie is this?" And then we go, uh, "It's Hereditary." And she goes to her granddaughter and says, see, I told you this wasn't Incredibles 2. So then they just <laughs> left. They went, they're like, see, we're in the wrong theater. Come on, let's go. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Because that would have been fun. <laughs> they sit through the whole thing and they go, there's not a single superhero in this. What <laughs> what, 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 where's Mr. Incredible? What's happening? <laughs> what, what happened to Jack-Jack? I'm confused. Why is there... Oh, never mind. It's just going to ruin the movie. Um, okay. <laughs> let, me do, let me do a quick round. Uh, yeah. Annihilation, still... One of the best movies of the year. I saw that again. Yeah, I got that from my dad today for Father's Day. I hope he Ooh, likes it. I want to hear a review from your dad on that movie. Sure. <laughs> I also saw Tag. It CGI is, Renner. Yeah, it's exactly what you think it is. Based on a true story somehow. It has enough laughs to sustain you for an R-rated movie that comes out in June. All right, with a good, with a solid cast. You know who's in this? It's Ed Helms, John Hamm, uh, what's his name? Jake Johnson, Jeremy Renner, Burris. Yeah, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> it's based off a true story. Uh, yes, adults 
for years have been playing this game of tag. What the fuck? And they they actually do that thing where at the end of the movie they show the real life people and like what? The, and it's it's okay it's touching by the end of the movie okay surprise it, it has a bit of heart okay but you know and then yeah by the end you know they they show the the real life people who were playing tag you know the, the this these group of friends and you're like these adults oh, these adults but you're like oh there's a purpose to it you know it it brings them together each year it's it's fun it's fine okay it 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 made me it made my harm my my harm it made my heart a bit warm for them by the end okay so sure. successful in that point other than that your standard R rated comedy yeah okay? eh. and also okay Jeremy Renner yes he broke both of his arms <laughs> early on in shooting this movie maybe like in the first week I think so that's why he wasn't in uh, Infinity War got it. <laughs> So the director says said in an interview that they they left the shot of Jeremy Renner, not of him breaking his arms, but right after that. Because that director is clearly a sadist. <laughs> and me watching the movie, me knowing that, I know exactly when it happens. Oh, really? Shit. And it really turns my stomach. It turned my stomach when I saw it. Because it, it's a shot where he... Just wait till you see Fallout. <laughs> Jeremy Renner, his character jumps out of a two-story window and lands... Uh, you know, twenty feet on the ground. Boom. Oof. So they shot. Of course, the stunt double does like the first part of the jumping yeah. out of the window. But Jeremy Renner chose to shoot it. Him landing on the ground. Oh. And you fool. Yeah. So that stunt that you know seems like it's no big deal of him just landing. And yeah, he broke both his arms. <laughs> and that shot of him getting up from that—that's in the movie. And you can definitely feel it's it. like arms flopping around. <laughs> he 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 groans like he broke both of his arms. <laughs> oh, you probably heard the snap, and he's like, "Oh yeah. fuck!" Uh, but but what happened is he did it. He I think he he may have done it twice, and I I think that's the case. And mm. then after the second time, he was like, he obviously said, "Okay, I, I think I, I think something's wrong. I think I broke my arms." Hey, hey guys, I heard some snaps. <laughs> We're good. So he was shooting with casts around his arms. Jesus Christ! And there's like some. Scenes How did the work. rest of the cast not like start cracking up when he just walks on into the shot like with both arms and casts? Come on! So there's CGI work. There's CGI arms. Uh, they CGI superimposes face on other people, on other actors, not actors. This stand-ins. is a movie that I will be buying just for the blooper reel. Yeah, um, just because I want to see John Hamm just crack up at like Jeremy Renner with like full casts <laughs> on his arms. Like that's gonna be funny to me. That would make me chuckle. I mean, and then also, if anything, yeah, it's. The cast is okay, man. It, it's John Hamm, Jake Johnson, all these people you love in a movie where it's it's like you've seen it a million times before. So yeah, there you go. That is right. tag. That is it for me. What about you, Matt? Real quick, well, maybe we'll see. I watched all the six original Star Trek films. Ooh, I haven't done this marathon in about oh ten years since the uh, Star Trek oh nine came out oh, wow. so maybe like nine years uh last time i did this i got derailed at part five and just never finished uh, the last movie <clears throat> part five is when they fight god right kinda yeah <laughs> uh so yeah i started out with uh star trek uh the music picture that's what i like to call it 
because there's a lot of music here. It's very slow, but I love the story. I love the whole. Uh, I love V'ger. I love the whole Voyager space probe evolving into this giant beast. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, it has one of the scariest scenes in the whole series uh, when those people come back through the transporter all scrambled, uh-huh. and they like just scream. They have like blood curdling scream. Uh, I like it. It's pretty good. Uh, then I watched Wrath of Khan, Ooh. which hey, which hey. Is as good as the legends have foretold. Obviously. Uh, it's quite good. Uh, it's probably my third favorite in the series. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's everything a Trek movie should be. It's got it's got those great characters, uh, great dialogue. Uh, the action's really good. Uh, yeah, it's just really good. And you got a great villain, obviously, in Ricardo Montalban as... Uh, Khan. I don't know if he has a last name or that's his first name. I don't know how that goes. But uh, hey, Wrath of Khan's awesome. Um, Search for Spock. I love it. Uh, you get to see Christopher Lloyd as, as a Klingon. That's pretty cool. Uh, you get some cool practical effects with those Klingon like murder dogs. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, Leonard Nimoy directed this one. It's really cool to see him direct a Star Trek movie. And I like it. I like it. It's pretty good. Uh, the Voyage Home. My favorite Star Trek movie. Uh, it's really good. It's not just one of my. It's not just my favorite Star Trek. It's one of my favorite movies. I have seen this one more than anyone else in the series. Uh, it's it's a great Star Trek movie. It's a classic '80s comedy, and uh, yeah, another one directed by Leonard Nimoy. Uh, that guy kind of knew what he was doing. And then I watched Five, <laughs> Final Frontier. Directed by William Shatner because he complained that hey Nimoy got to do two in a row I want to do one and yeah it's not as bad as I remember it being yeah, but it's yeah it, it's it's fine it's, it's still very uneven yeah uh, they it's kind of like they tried to recapture the comedy of part four and it just it doesn't really work for me. Uh, but one thing I did notice that was really cool, there's a couple really awesome uh, split diopter shots in this movie, so at least Shatner has a good eye, and it looks good. <laughs> so that's cool. Uh, and I finally got to see Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, which is my second favorite in the series. This movie is awesome. Uh, I have a buddy of mine, uh, he's been on the show before, Johnny. Uh, he has been talking to this movie, talking about this movie to me for at least ten years now. Maybe, maybe as long as I've known him, actually. So, let's say, oh, I don't know, 15, 16 years he's huh. been telling me to see this movie. And he quotes it a lot. I know that now. Uh, I texted him after the movie was over. He's like, I go, wow, I get all these references you've been dropping throughout the years. Thank you for this. Uh, yeah, I love this movie. Uh, dialogue's great. The story's awesome. Christopher Plummer plays an uh, amazing villain. It's it's good. It's really good. It's it's a really beautiful send off to these original crew members that you know over the past week and a half I've really gone gone attached to. I really like them. Uh, it's good. It's it's real good. And uh, next I'll be moving on to the rest of them. Oh boy! I actually before we recorded I got about an hour into Generations. It's on pause right now. <laughs> Just leave it there. Just <laughs> no, I actually I remember really liking Generations. It's uh, pretty good. I'm not a fan of any of the next generation we, movies. We discussed this. I think we talked about this off mic. Oh, let's talk about it on mic real quick. So, the original cast movies, uh, very fond of. I like 
every one except maybe I'm not a huge fan of one. I need to see it again, but that's one I've it's, only it's seen good. like twice, I think. I mean, Two. but I have I am starting the generation movies and I'm thinking to myself these characters are okay, they're good. Nothing can compare to the original crew. Well, yeah. I I, I was never a big fan of the next generation TV show anyway. Uh, always a original series guy. But Wrath of Khan, one of my favorite movies of all time. Obviously, my favorite Star Trek movie. It good. And then the rest in the original series um, movies I like. Uh, even the one where they fight God. And it's it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not. No, it's not I remember really like because what what makes it for me is that relationship between Bones, uh, Kirk, and, and Spock. Spock. I I love DeForest Kelly as uh, McCoy. I think he's just he's just so terrific. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. I love it. I love everyone in that original crew. Yeah, there's not a weak link (laughs) between any of them, and it's really really cool. Yeah, and you know, then on the other side, uh, the Next Generation cast, I kind of want to punch most of the most of those people. But no, and then and then yeah, I'm not a fan of like First Contact or any of the other ones, so eh, whatever. I'll, I'll stick with my original cast movie. So there well, you go. I'll be watching the rest of these movies. Yeah. So I I hope you. I'm sure you'll you'll like them a lot better than me. So probably. Who knows? That's what happens, Matt. What something? Hey, Star Trek's great. Something we've learned in the last 100 episodes, or sorry, 99 episodes, is that we have different tastes in movies. Most times, and you're wrong about Thor Ragnarok. So we know we know that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh-huh. All right, this is the end of the show, Matt. It is. Any last words? Keep on listening, guys. <laughs> Keep on listening. <laughs> Come on. Uh, let's skip the plugs. Go to Talk from Society. That's it. That's all I gotta know. Say hi to Talkie for us. Oh, that's an inside joke. You keep bringing it up. I love it. It's so, my favorite inside joke. What I wanted to do, and this is just for the Hate Cast listeners, is I wanted to make a mascot for a Talk from Society. Call him yes. Tom, call him Talkie. Okay. Yes. You know we could still do that, but somebody do it for me. All right. We need to get someone on Etsy that makes like <laughs> plushies. So it's good. So I'm 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 gonna mail this idea to myself. You know, or at least I'm, <laughs> at least I'm gonna say I did, so nobody steals it. So what Talkie is is he's a talking film canister. Yes, and his uh, he he can have like a tongue sticking out, and his tongue is like a film strip. Okay, yeah. So he's, he's cute. He's one of those what, um, anthropomorphic. There you go. Thank you. He's one of those yes. anthropomorphic uh, mascots, and yeah, he's we fun. can make plushies and pins. And have him talk, and he can be the mascot for Talk from Society. And he's called Talkie. I love him. I love Talkie. I haven't even met him yet, but I love Talkie. So there you go. So Talkie coming soon. To his teeth, his teeth are made of films. No, <laughs> let's not do that. <laughs> Just Matt, make it a little more haunting. It's time for our signature catchphrase. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Thanks for listening, folks. I keep on watching. Oh yeah, that one. It's. it's- Uh, Uh, John Cena. Are you sure about that? (laughs) 